The views expressed on this Turnbuckle Tabloid live stream or Turnbuckle Tabloid podcast episode do not reflect the views, thoughts, or opinions of the RageWorks brand, including the RageWorks podcast network, RageWorks content partners, advertisers, and affiliates. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Yo, this is Gabe Sky, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Turnbuckle Tabloid. Three, two, one. Yeah. 
Shout out to our boy Papito Music for that single being played here on the show. Friend of the show, family, more like it. Uh, make sure you check him out at Papito Music at Papito Music on Spotify as well as on his YouTube page at Papito Music. Sorry, you guys, this week's uh, second episode is running late. I had a lot of had a lot of shit going down. Good shit, good shit. It wasn't nothing, uh, nothing that um, crisis inducing. No, no, no. Um, I was trying to build something up for the episode, trying to get um, interviews and such. But you know, a lot of uh, people had to reschedule and stuff. And also, they came a wrestling show in the neighborhood, so I said I gotta go check that. We'll talk about that. In the next segment But uh, for cutting a promo this week We will be discussing It was funny because I came across this on TikTok It's a, it's a discussion which we've had on the show uh, Some time back And I thought it was interesting to see It from another perspective uh, Another uh, individual who made a a uh, uh, comparison and a differentiation of the art of wrestling and sports entertainment. I've been saying for the longest, when it comes to wrestling, you guys haven't seen what the days of wrestling was before. Basically, what's happening now is regardless of if you're saying, well, you know, AEW is bringing back the wrestling. They're really not. WWE hasn't been wrestling for years. It's been a, uh, a longstanding debate on if what we're watching is still considered wrestling or is it sports entertainment. So, uh... A user called M2INC, N2INC, on TikTok. I was trying to get him on the show as well, but it's tough to get in contact with him. And, and you know, messaging is it's not going well. So uh, later on, I'll, um, I'll, I'll see if I can get him. I'll find other means for it. But because he has a, his page is pretty much about, uh, wrestling but also he has a youtube page which i haven't seen was active lately but in any case i I still want to get his thoughts on this topic so this this is what basically he posted on tiktok okay this topic caught my eye and we got to talk about it is there a difference between sports entertainment and professional wrestling 
And I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but y'all are going to hate my answer. Psych! Yes, there is a difference. Are you nuts? Who doesn't know the difference between sports entertainment and professional wrestling? Ooh, ooh, me, me, pick me. Yes, you, in the back. Is it the uneducated marks that don't know what the fuck they're talking about? Nailed it right on the head. A+. plus. All jokes aside, let me go ahead and explain to y'all what the difference is between sports entertainment and professional wrestling. First, professional wrestling. Professional wrestling is a predetermined sport in which two athletes simulate a grappling and striking match, and the main goal is to either make your opponent tap out or hold their shoulders down for a three count. Originally, it was only open hand strikes, but I think they really just dropped that rule. Well, um, Ring of Honor's Pure Division still does it. We gotta shout them out for that. In a regular wrestling match, if you exit the ring before the match is over, you have precisely 10 seconds to get back in that ring, or else you will be counted out. Rope breaks are only applied to one-on-one -on -one and tag team matches. There is no rope break in a triple threat or any type of multiple man match. If you even think about touching the ref, you're disqualified. If any outside interference touches any of the wrestlers currently competing in the ring and the ref sees it, it's automatically a disqualification. That is professional wrestling. And now, sports entertainment. Sports entertainment is fuck the rules. Fuck the logic. Let's just make sure we do something cool so we can keep a crowd. Why is there a giant turkey? Sports entertainment. Why the fuck did he not move? Sports entertainment. Nobody in this world talks like this. Why are they scripted to say these things? Sports entertainment. How the fuck did he not reverse? Oh, um, sports entertainment. How did he not die? The answer to that would be sports entertainment. Wait, 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 wait. Why is the guy on the bottom holding on to the ropes? And then why did he let go? What the fuck? Shh. Sports entertainment. Long story short, professional wrestling is, hey, let's go out there and make this match look as real as possible. And sports entertainment is bad comedy, illogical spots, and oh boy, I can't wait to do my flip. Because here's the big groundbreaking news for this post. Both WWE and AEW are sports entertainment companies. That's the sad part. This is what professional wrestling has come to. Y'all have to find the professional wrestlers amongst all the sports entertainment. But don't worry, because I have made a list. We are going to separate the professional wrestlers from the sports entertainers. Stay tuned. So I heard this, and immediately I said... He's fucking right. And it's it's mind-boggling because for the longest, I've been telling people whenever I watch matches and such, I'm only a fan of wrestling when it makes sense. You feel me? Only when it makes sense. I'm not a fan of nonsensical matches, segments, promos, just to be done for the sake of popping a crowd when it's not necessary, when it's just a means to put over, which is basically, it's not even the wrestlers who's getting put over. You're trying to put over the promotion. 
it's it's almost as though we moved away from the idea of putting on a wrestling match because we're not secure with the fact of having a wrestling match. We're not sure if a wrestling match will 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 garner attention, will draw in a fan base. I've also had this conversation about the rival promotions right now. AEW's bringing the wrestling. They're really not, though. Let's be clear. They are, ju- they are just as guilty of sports entertainment, if not more, than WWE. With WWE, we get it. I've been saying it for the longest. WWE is Disney. It is the reason why we have WWE seen everywhere now. They're on fucking coffee mugs. They're on uh, uh, tumblers for 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 juices and, and and water and fucking gym equipment. They're at your local gas station when you go fucking fill up with, with premium. And their their images is all up and down the aisles when you're about to get a fucking snick, a Snickers bar while your tank is filling up. They're everywhere. They are the reason why they are known as sports entertainment. Vince might have coined the phrase for this promotion, may or may not have, or sports entertainment. Because, I don't know, when he came out with it, I'm, I'm trying to compare uh, like what, what comes to my mind. I, I would say maybe American Gladiators, but even that was competitive. They, I can't say that was sports entertainment because... People were competing in that. I don't, I don't, I'm trying to, to, uh, maybe, uh, if, and, and I'm gonna date myself for this. It's like in the eighties, they had a show called Battle of the Network Stars. This is when you had CBS, NBC, and ABC competing in like Olympic events and shit like that. You older heads will probably know what I'm talking about. Um, but even that, I believe was still competitive. Uh, maybe Wipeout could be considered sports entertainment. But in all reality, WWE made it the epitome of the example of sports entertainment. We 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 went and we're far gone from the days of wrestling. We 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 went into the Hulkamania era and it blew up to another level. But even then. Even then, we still had wrestling going on. We still had the feeling, the sense of that we are in the mix of two individuals who don't like each other, who wants to who wants to get 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 their work out in a ring. You still had matches that actually made sense, spots that actually made sense. Nowadays, it's just we need to do something to get the promotion over. That's what my look for the landscape is at this moment. WWE does that in full to say this is what we're doing to get the promotion going, to get the company over, draw eyes on on the company. AEW, on the other hand, does that as well. But they're also putting eyes on the wrestler 
and nonsensical placement and places. Never understand a lot of these moves, especially like, you know, that he, he had showed the, the tree of woe and the double stomp and uh, off the top. Uh, uh, you know, I, it's especially like the suplex, anything that two individuals on a top row. Uh, oh my God, a guy standing grouped together to catch someone doing a fucking, uh, 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 a suicide dive or a fucking uh, 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 a moonsault outside the ring or some shit. I, it, that shit never made sense to me. That's sports entertainment. But the thing is that we have now come into this cycle, especially with wrestling fans or sports entertainment fans, to where we've been fed this for so long that we forgot what wrestling was for for the initial wrestling fans. This is why, you know, all all the older wrestling fans are so irate when they see the wrestling now. We get frustrated because not only do our wrestlers not look like wrestlers, they look like 1996 Olympic um, a fucking gymnastic uh, gold medalist, but they also don't look like they they want to wrestle. They look like they just want to show off their acrobatic skills, and they think that that's what wrestling is. That to you know the pad like Cirque de, Cirque du Soleil or some shit like that. That's sports entertainment. A lot of people get frustrated when you watch a Roman or a Brock Lesnar match because they don't have that uh, uh, the finesse and the aerial attacks and stuff like that. And it's like, yes, because that's what men do. They wrestle. Now, don't get me wrong. Of course, back in the days, they had their high flyers. They had their aerialists. They had, uh, you know, you know, the Rock and Roll Express, uh, uh, Dynamite Kid, who was a tech wizard, but he also knew how to be a little bit aerial as well. Owen can move a little bit as well. And, you know, of course, Ray, the cruiserweights and those guys, Eddie. That's understandable because we see them do other things in wrestling. They also wrestle. They can do simple shit. They know how to do a fucking toehold. They know how to put someone in a in a wrist lock properly. We've seen them do chain wrestling. But it's 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 now a thing to where because it was sprinkled around to us before where we would see these guys, where we see, you know, Shawn Michaels, whatever. But yes, still can wrestle. You can see, you know, guys who who didn't fit the big muscle bound, you know, 6'3", 6'4", 240 pounds jack look. We've seen guys who could still make wrestling appear to be wrestling. But now your whole roster is this. Your whole roster is filled with guys that look like this. It's now become the norm to where everyone is about 5'11", maybe breaking six feet, coming in at roughly 190 to 210. And even if you do that, you're not, you're not different than anybody else. It 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 looks like everybody's a carbon copy of themselves, except you just change the 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 template. That's all it is you're doing. 
I remember back in the days when I was growing up, I never wanted to wear the same outfit that somebody had. If I saw somebody who had the same shirt like me, I, would just, I wouldn't even wear it ever again. Same sneakers, never would want to wear the same sneakers. Everybody, yo, if I, yo, there was one time I had a, I had a pair of beef and broccoli Tims. If you guys know what those, those are like the Gore-Tex brown and green Timberlands. They were big back in the 90s. People loved them. They're actually still good today. I would fucking cop a bear. Any case, I remember I was the only dude on the block that had them. Friend of mine's, they were good friend of mine's too, but he was a dick because he always knew that I hate fucking wearing the same shit somebody else did. He went and bought the same ones just because I had them and he knew it that I was going to be fucking pissed about it because he came and he knocked on my door and like, yo, we're going to go outside. Oh, by the way, yo, you see my, you see my, my, my shit. And I look at, I go, motherfucker. And he just smiled at me. Fucking Johnny Paduani, my boy. Uh, and he just, and walked away. And I just, I, I, I couldn't wear them again. I, I couldn't. I, I immediately, immediately, Asked my mother for a new pair of sneakers or a new pair of boots. I, I could I couldn't I couldn't wear them, you know. And, and being, you know, you know, the broke family household that we were, I had to wait. So now I had to rock these shits, knowing that this motherfucker had a pair. Like, fuck. I tell this story because no one is original anymore. Be it from, you know, fashion, be it from from music, hip hop. To wrestling, no one is original anymore. Everybody is 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 chasing the same shit. Got all carbon copies of each other. I remember I I watch like on fucking Instagram when I see people wearing the same fucking outfits. Like in and it's not even like a, 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 a team thing. It's not like you're you're in a fucking in a football team or a basketball team. You got the same outfit, the the same fit. Are y'all are, are y'all the best man at a wedding or some shit? But no, this is just them going to school wearing the same shit. Wrestlers have become that same norm. They all have that same carbon copy, click and paste kind of look, kind of wrestling style. Sports entertainers. Remember when backyard wrestling was the big shit and. All all backyard wrestlers came out wearing the same shit. Uh basketball shorts, uh wife beaters, the fucking uh, the the tank tops, um, or you had jean shorts. If you didn't have on sneakers, you had on like Timberlands or you had on uh 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 fucking um military boots, that kind of shit. They all came out looking the same fucking way. It, I remember uh Oski and I were sitting and watching uh um Independent wrestling from other states and shit. Every guy that came out, not to say that they were drug abusers, but they all looked like smoked out meth head, fucking uh, 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 grease monkeys. And they all wrestled and had the same look. Same shit, dirty fucking shirt or torn up uh, 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 band shirt. It'll be like fucking uh, uh, the misfits or, or, um, Toxic or some shit like that. All of them were all fucking copy and paste. But now we're seeing this on a larger scale 
and it's being basically accepted by the by the fan base because no one is being different. It doesn't make sense for us to continue to consume the same product and no one is showing things different. That's why it's it's a pleasure when we finally see something that's a that's amazing because why? Because it's fucking wrestling. When you see wrestling, that's when you go, "Whoa." But then you get on the flip side just and like I've been saying, 30 minute match, 30 minute Broadway without, you know, without a finish, beautiful. Doing the same shit each time during the same match, dreadful. I've been saying it for the longest. Sports entertainment, sports entertainment. You're constantly recycling the same shit. AEW, sports entertainment. Every time you have a fucking interview in the back, in the in the in the locker room or in the back, someone jumps in and wants to start a fight. Sports entertainment. Wrestling was when you would go, you get in front of a mic, in front of a, you have a commentator, you have a, an announcer, you having a banter back and forth. They introduce the other wrestler that you're that you're in a in a beef with. You guys stand face to face. You have a dialogue. You go your separate ways and you square up in the in the ring. Or shockingly, which that's what it's supposed to be. Shockingly, there is a day in which there is no talking, and then they'll beat the shit out of you because the dialogue is done. We're not talking anymore. Now everything is like the kids say on site. When I see you, it's on site. So everybody's just, they ain't no, I wouldn't even want to have a conversation in the back anymore because I have to be fucking in my head on a 360 swivel because I'm afraid somebody's going to come jump me. Be like, uh, look at here, Kayla. I, I, I would talk to you right now, but I know somebody about to pop up on me. So uh, I got to keep moving. As a matter of fact, don't even stand here. Just just go keep the cameras on me because I know somebody will come fuck me up or I'm going to have to fuck somebody up. Sports entertainment. It's gotten to a point to where we have now regurgitated the same shit for the longest and we are we are we are taking it as it's it's Thanksgiving dinner every fucking day. When when does it end? When do we, when when do we see wrestling again? When does it stop being sports entertainment? It just continues to be sports entertainment all the way up and down. And this whole Rivalry between the AEW and WWE fans back and forth. AEW so much better if I saw matches, seven tour matches, blah blah blah. Guys, you're you're, you're saying you're, you're you're commenting on the same shit each show is doing. It's the same thing. It's re, it's it's redundant. Look up the word redundant. Gone are the days of fucking rules. We don't have any rules. Rules don't matter anymore. Look at WWE's matches. No rules. Everything with WWE, if you want to make it a a uh, a spectacle or just because you can't really book a match anymore because you're afraid of actually having somebody go out there and wrestle, make it a DQ. Make it a false count anywhere. Make it a street fight. AEW, no different. This is the lights out. No rules apply. And they're afraid to even do DQs. Sports entertainment. DQs are part of wrestling. It happens. It helps to continue storylines. 
It continues rivalries when you have DQs. You're shooting yourself in the foot by taking that away. Sports entertainment. To close it, I have to say, I, I do miss wrestling. I do miss when everyone was different. Hell, I would even take a day where fucking stupid gimmick characters were out. Uh, uh, give me a fucking wrestling clown or a, 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 or a plumber or a fucking uh, garbage man these days. Anything that'll take away from the fact that the, everyone is doing the same shit. We got rappers on two shows now. We have oh, maybe three now. You know, we, we, we have um, everybody wants to fit. Everybody got to look, got to be fucking, got to be fly what they fit. Because that's the whole thing now. Nobody can be a gimmick anymore. We all got to show that we got, you know, expensive ass sneakers that we wrestle in. Everybody's everybody's so insecure to just being different. Let me take that back. Not everyone. 90% of you guys are afraid of being different. I laugh because I still say to this day that I have yet to see anyone clearly, clearly break away from the wrestling or sports entertainment model of today. And work it to where that they show that they are a pure wrestler. I want to see somebody take the the pure essence of wrestling. All right, let me just say that. Okay, FTR was almost there, almost there, until what they did last fucking week with the with the fucking uh, the luchador bullshit. They, they 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 had it well maybe they they killed it a little bit sooner than that as well but still that one right there was a fuck up to me the only one that right now I want to see take it in its purest form to show I wrestle that I'm looking at right now is maybe Daniel Garcia I want to see that if he could still be a wrestler and if they're gonna keep him that way. Guys, when we come back, I got the kid next door singing. He's fucking hilarious. My neighbor, he's about like 10 years old. He be singing his asshole. That boy be, um, you would think somebody broke his heart in fucking fourth grade or some shit. When we come back, I'm going to discuss my great adventure to the world of indie wrestling again. Uh, I thought that it was going to happen later on in a couple of weeks, but um, no, actually, no. Uh, it so happened that... Uh, Sometimes you walk into a bar and wrestling happens. We'll talk about that, my return to indie wrestling and how that went, as well as uh, uh, I haven't figured out whether I want to discuss Crown Jewel on this episode or why I save it for the next one. Because to be honest with you, I'm not watching that shit. You guys already know it. I'll just give you my thoughts of what I read and what I heard. So, And much more. Guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We will return. Check you guys in a sec. What's going on, everybody? Tony G here, better known to the world as Josie's Boy, a.k.a. your girl's favorite artist. And today I'm here to tell you about my company, 
Painting in Blue. Painting in Blue is a creative process established in 2017, and we specialize in handmade custom leather goods. We coined the term luxury minimalism because we believe even in your everyday life, no matter how much running around you have to do, you can still stand out and be fly. We create everything from luxury handbags to wallets and some of the best leathers you can find that you would love to carry on a day-to-day basis. So if you believe in looking fly while you handle your business while pushing fashion forward, make sure you guys go to paintedandblue.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at underscore painted in blue on Instagram and on Facebook at painted in blue. this show has been running late this week is because there was a independent wrestling show that occurred this past week. Now I wanted to go when I first saw it, but the issue was, was that it was in another part of town, not too far, maybe about 20 minutes by train. It wouldn't have been too bad. Kind of my old neighborhood somewhat. And I was like, eh, I will go check it out. I haven't been to an indie show in a while. You know, I, want, I wanted to see what's going on. Plus, a uh, friend of the show, Homicide, was going to be working that night. And I was like, all right, I'll go check check my guy out. But then on the flip side, I'm like, shit, got to knock down the episode as well. I want to, you know, get the work done. Got to put the work in, son. Got to put that work in. Not to say that I'm not a creative person and that I didn't have you know bits or or segments locked in to share with, with 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 you and the masses but um yeah i I wanted to to bring you guys something new because we haven't spoken indie wrestling in a while, so I was like, ah, I'm gonna go, but he knows what you know when you want to you know you have to go do something and it's like, yeah, I want to go, but I really don't. It's like begrudging and you don't want to drag yourself out. Maybe it's because of the travel. Maybe it's because it's like, eh, whatever. So a couple of days before the event was to occur, there was a change in venue. They were previously um, going to be a said venue, which I mentioned, but then they changed it to a venue which was closer to me. I mean, 10 minute walk close to me. And I'm like, oh, now that, now that makes things better. Now, now that it's 10 minutes walk from, I, I have no excuse. So I was hit up by um, our boy Rob, indie fan, and a uh, friend of the show as well, who uh, had asked me if I were going to go. Well, I was going to go. And I said, yeah, I'm going to go check it out. Now that it's close to us, hell yeah. We've been to this 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 uh, particular venue before. This is uh, Queens Brewery. 
It's on the border of Brooklyn and Queens. It's like right smack. And like literally, you cross the street, you're in each borough. You're that close. We've been there before. Been to an outlaw wrestling because this is what the promotion was: outlaw wrestling. And uh, it's a bar. It's a bar. Um, a bar promotion. And I, I, I have to say that I've, I when, when I've gone previously, I've had a good time, and I like that venue. Hey. Pfft. Beer, bar, ambiance, why not? With wrestling? <laughs> what a great combination, right? I get there and uh well before I start that, let me just say this. Previously, before the pandemic, I was going to attend another outlaw wrestling show when we went the first time we had you know we had the hookup shout out to the peoples they know who they are we had the hookup next time we went uh they were charging a certain amount at the door and we were like wait a minute what i don't mind paying that that's that's not a problem i don't mind paying for venues like i don't expect just because i I run a podcast like hey you know you know i could put this show over right i'm I'm far beyond that. That's not that's not the kind of, kind of dude that I am. I don't mind giving people my money. Everybody got to make bread. Everybody's got except for me in this fucking podcast. Nobody's giving me shit. But um, I I I I we had gotten to the venue and I forgot the amount that they were charging for the night, but it was like excessive, like really excessive. And for was on the card, it was like no fucking way. I'm like, dude, and a matter of fact, the same week, uh, WWE was at uh, Barclay, and I was like, dude, I could have gotten to Barclay for 25 bucks with the prices that you're charging them. So I made it a, um, I made a spectacle of it on social media, and of course, I get messaged by the promoter, and the promoter and I were having a bit of a discussion, as you may, about my uh my um posting about the admission fee i don't think we 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 ended the cons- uh, the conversation in bad terms but i think there was a um a discrepancy because he 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 had messages dude i know you we've seen each other blah blah, blah. you know you could have approached me and we could have discussed this at the venue and i'm like guy i'm not going to sit there and come up on you and your are you doing business? I, I'm not gonna call you over. Like, hey, yo, what's going on here? I'm not gonna do that. So I, I guess I, 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 we left it as 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 it was. Fast forward to this past week, I forgot about that whole conversation that we had. I, I totally forgot. I, I just went up there and I was like, "Fuck it, yeah, whatever." Go into the venue, paid the admission. The admission was fine. I was okay with it. Especially what was on the card. I was good. And I have to say, I've gone, we've spoken on on the show, we've gone to a wrestling event recently. We've gone to the AEW Grand Slam. And with the horrible conditions that were that going on in that venue that night, beyond that, we had a great time, you know, especially being with friends and, you know, 
seeing what we saw that night and the activity, I mean, the, the energy and the actions that were going on, it, it, it was it was still all in all a great time. But there's something different when you go to an indie show. There's a there's a certain kind of community connection when it comes to indie events. You get to uh, uh, you get a feel of a sense of uh, uh, a crowd that's more into the wrestlers and the wrestling that's going on, which we talked about earlier, which was wrestling and pro uh, sports entertainment. As opposed to when you go to these big venue promotion kind of fucking events. I um I immediately I immediately kind of get a sense of what's going on. Now I I go into this the the these these events, these indie shows with the mindset of wanting to have fun and enjoy the show, enjoy the matches and wrestling and such. But Jay Santi, the podcaster, the businessman, goes into work immediately. I hope you hear the snaps. Immediately. I am, I'm already networking. As soon as I'm walking in, I'm watching and I'm seeing everybody that I know. That's a podcaster. That's a podcaster. Oh, I know that's a wrestler. Oh, I got to say what's up to her because I uh, we, we were cool for a long time. Oh, what's up, babe? How's everything? Oh, my God. What's good? I go into businessman mode. It's immediately as as soon as I pay my my uh, my admission, me saying I'm going in as a fan is already gone. I, I can't even I can't even do that. That's pretty much the difference when I go to a big promotion show as opposed to indie shows. Big promotion shows, too much shit is going on. I'm. I'm 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 getting into the product. I'll probably like network and see you know people who are sitting around. I'll give them a business card, saying, "Hey, check out our pro uh, podcast and stuff, blah blah." But I can't really wheel and deal. That's not the venue for that. I, I see a lot of guys do it too, where they come with their shirts and they have their poster board. Go check out uh we slam in podcast, whatever. It's actually a pretty cool name for a podcast. I, I wonder if that's um out there. Josie's boy would appreciate that. Shout out, see Josie's boy. Let me know if you you you, you appreciate that. We slamming wrestling podcast. Uh, <laughs> so, um, when I'm in that environment, I'm on I'm on I'm on uh, on business mode. Click 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 click. I, I become like the fucking Terminator and I start targeting people. Start noticing other podcasters, like I mentioned, and. I don't want to do that thing to where I'm. I'm not trying to big boy you. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to um, big shot you or whatever. But I'm also not going to be the one that runs up on you and is like, "Hey, how's, how's it going? Hey, we slamming podcast. That's awesome and, and uh, big book to the chest uh, podcast." I, I am not going to do that, but. I do know that you know who I am because number one, this look that I have is very recognizable. It, 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 I stand out in the crowd. It's not a lot of googly eyed, partially albino Puerto Ricans in the wrestling world who podcast. And number two, I tend to be a little bit more uh, colorful 
when I'm in a crowd setting. The mic doesn't do me justice. When I'm in 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 a, in a crowd, I tend to be a little bit more theatrical, if that's the word we want to use. Okay. This time I behaved myself. I wasn't obnoxious. Sometimes I'll get to these indie events and I get a little bit obnoxious. But this time I was behaved. Shout out, and I said, shout out to my our, our boy, our boy Rob, who was with me that night. Get to the get to the just to the venue automatically. Got to get to the bar, of course. Got to post up at the bar, fam. That's where I'm at. You know, if you if you need to check me, I'll be at the bar. Automatically, I'm starting to work the crowd. I see guy at the bar. Started a discussion about wrestling. He's a fan. He's not here just to chill. He's a wrestling fan. Good. Make a connection here. Got wrestlers who... That's the other thing about when you're at an indie show. Wrestlers are constantly around. They're everywhere. As much as they want to be in the back and, you know, be, you know, big boy you and, you know, be the superstar in the back, they have to be around. They have to be seen. They have to be noticed. Especially if they have a merch stand or or, or they they have someone out uh, um, giving out business cards and shit, they have to be noticed, and they gotta be a full gimmick, gotta be. So I'm already peeping and 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 making uh, uh, eye contact or or making them a comment. You know, there's one wrestler. Shout out to um, O'Shea Edwards. When you see him, hopefully I'm gonna get him on the show really soon. This man is massive. I'm talking about you look at him and he's he's already looked like he's fucking AEW WWE ready. Like he has the look, the physique and everything. And after his match, he walks past me and I tap him on the shoulder and I just look at him. And I mind you, like I said, he's about 6'3", 6'4", 260, 270 solid. He got the fucking traps and all this shit. Like it's it's fucking sick. I look at him and I just say look and I and I say, uh, hey. I think I can beat you up. And he just looks at me and he just starts laughing. And and I and and that's how I got the I said, listen, when you when you finish doing what you gotta do, come see me. I wanna talk to you about something. He's like, all right, cool, no problem. So the whole night there's matches going on and I'm watching. Enzo pops up. How the fuck that happened? It's, it's almost like dude, we was in Vegas and all of a sudden fucking Tom Hanks was in the limo with us. And we're like, what the fuck? Except it ain't that serious because it's fucking Enzo. Enzo seems like right now, he Enzo's going to be like the Buster Rhymes of fucking wrestling. He'll just pop up everywhere. Buster comes up on every fucking hip-hop show, especially if it's in Brooklyn. Enzo's just going to pop up everywhere. So now that's going to be the new um, the new shit. Enzo Enzo going to be in my crib soon. He's going to be fucking um, drinking fucking White Claws and shit. So we we're, 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 we're there politicking and doing all this, all, all, you know, the, the, the business mode. Uh, Modeled and shit like that, and I'm 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 I remind you, same time I'm knocking down loggers and um, conversing with these wrestlers and all this stuff. Finally, it gets to the main event. About to go to the main event, and um, our boy Rob says, "Yo, homicide's in the back. He's by the bathroom." I said, "Oh, cool. Let me go check him before everything happens." Go to him, show him love. Tell him, "Yo, after your match, I'm gonna be by the bar. Come check me. We are gonna holler." He goes, "Got you." That night, I'm like, I, I I felt as though like I was back because it's been such a long time being in that environment and that and that whole space to where we all connect. 
we all enjoying that. And, and, and then when you see the crowd, have you ever been to a bar um, wrestling kind of event? It's very eclectic. You get all kinds of races. You get all kind of uh, 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 backgrounds. You get the, the hippies. You get the, um, the, uh, the, you know, the, the quote unquote hood. And it's people blowing vapes in the air, and it's just mad. It's just a mad chill vibe for for a wrestling events. Really, good. it's a really cool cool um, environment. And you know, I of course I get noticed finally. I got a couple of people come up to me and say, "Yo, Jay, what's going on?" I was like, oh, you know, like oh. I look at the guy next to me, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm kind of famous. <laughs> like, people know me." But you know, it, it was all mutual love, and everybody's connecting. So finally, after the main event. Homicide pulls up, chill out for a bit, have a couple of drinks, kicking in, talking a lot of shit, cracking jokes and all that shit. Real good time. Real, I had a really, really good time. Met a lot of good people. Met people that I finally, I, I finally connected with so that we could do business and get them on the show. And I tell this story to conclude with this. And I'm most likely going to elaborate more on it on the next episode because I have a lot to say about this as well. People think that when they go and when they when they start podcasts, that it's always going to be about the money. That it's always going to be about, oh, I'm, I'm going to get ads. I'm going to get uh, um, uh, free shit. I'm going to. That's not what it's all about. The goal is at one time or another. And, and the hope is that that becomes a realization to where you get ads, advertisers and people who want to invest in you and do business with you because they like who you are and you like your show. That's the end game. But in all reality, when you're doing a wrestling podcast, it's all about what you Wanted to start it off with in the first place because it wasn't about the money is because you wanted to talk about wrestling just like in any subject matter. If you do one about music, you're doing it because you love music, comic books. You do it because you love comic books. Wrestling is no different. When you come in, your whole mindset is I want to share my opinions and my thoughts about this certain topic. But if you come in believing that right out the gate, those 100 is something downloads and streams are going to be there by episode two. You're fooling yourself. You're not Cornette. You're not Arn Anderson. You're not Jeff Jarrett. You're not Eric Bischoff. That doesn't work that way. If you're some schlum from Mobile, Alabama, who's doing a podcast and you get, you know, high numbers right out the gate. And you think that's going to be consistent? No, doesn't happen that way. That's when the real grind begins. To tie this up in a knot, you do this because you love wrestling. And just as I went that night because of my love of wrestling, I gained my sense of why I do this podcast. Although, like I said, I didn't go in and really, you know, have fun as a fan. But I still enjoyed myself because of the environment, the community, the camaraderie, the way that things are going on. And that brings my more content for this show to share with you guys. And I openly want to do the same, the, uh, you know, these same kind of uh, uh, conversations 
all the time because for those who can't go to these shows, for those who are still dealing with, you know, probably anxiety with being in a crowd or having been vaccinated or or just not trusting of those around them. I still want to share that connection that they're not getting right now. And at the end of the day, like I said, it's not about paid advertisement. Enter plug here. Here's your promo code. In time, we'll wait and see. But as for now, me going to an Outlaw show or a VXS show or uh Shut Up or a HOG show or whoever, and I'm able to do that and share with you guys is what matters to me the most. And a non-paid advertisement here. This is just me, you know, for the love of 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 of, of said event. Shout out to those guys at Outlaw Wrestling. Uh Shout out to homeboy who uh, you and I had a bit of a discussion prior to all this. And as a matter of fact, I was at the venue that night. You saw me. We showed love. Thank you for coming. Thank you for taking uh, for for having me. We were good. We had we we had. As a matter of fact, I think I'm getting him on a show as well. But I'm sure that he um might have a li- an issue with that. But other than that, that is um as I said, the reason why I do this is because I want to share my experience with you guys of how I look at things. I'm not always this disgruntled, angry person who watches wrestling. I love wrestling. This is why I do this. Do I, do I uh, tend to be opposed to a lot of the, the stuff that they're doing these days? Yes, I am very much so. But with that, I don't go with the mindset of I'm going to bash the shit out of this promotion. I'm going to go to this indie show and fucking give it a a, 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 a fucking ass reaming with a bat with barbed wires in it. I'm not going to do that. I want to go in to enjoy and said promotion, Outlaw Wrestling. Kudos to you guys. You guys were great that night. So thank you guys for listening this week. I'm sorry for the lateness of the episode. It's going to be cranked out. It's, it's going to be back-to-back episodes. This is coming out, and then uh, 293 is going to be coming out right afterwards. Uh, please bear in mind how the schedule has been going this past couple of weeks. It's just um, more and more content is coming. And um, and it happens right upon the omptune time when we're rolling to episode 300. So, um yeah, thank, thank you guys for your patience and thank you guys for being a part of the show. Make sure you check us out on all the social media outlets. Check us out on our like and group page on Facebook. Make sure you check us out on Instagram at Turnbuckle Tab as well as on TikTok and Twitter at Turnbuckle Tab. And you know what? I'm I'm just, I'm all over the place. But just fucking Google search Turnbuckle Tabloid. We're everywhere. We're on the podcasting outlets, iHeart, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, as always, check us out at RageWorksNetwork.com. We're always there with the family. Black is New Black. Toys and Tags, Trek Untold. All the shows that are under the RageWorks umbrella is at RageWorksNetwork.com. And as always, check out RageWorks.net for all your satisfying and uh, wrestling and video games and movies and comic books and whatever whatever it is that you guys are into, RageWorks.net has it for you. Shout out to everybody out there. We do it for the culture, baby. Pop culture, that is. And finally, shout out to my boy, God, I'm I'm sorry you know who you are. You're listening to the episode. Oh, this is so tacky of me, but yo, I was so lit that night. My man who was sitting next to me at the bar the whole time, uh, he's from, I believe he says he's from Westchester. He's from uh, uh, 
up, up, up around there. Shout out to him. Want to get him and his fam on the show as well. He's a fan of wrestling. Want to discuss wrestling with him. Uh, we'll connect. I have your info. Just um, bear with me. I'm bad with names. Give me a couple of um, uh, sessions and I'll, I'll remember it. But uh, shout out to you for for having a good night with us and uh, much, much more. So, guys, I'm out of here. As always, take a bump and uh, check you guys later. Turnbuckle tabloid. Three, two, one. Turnbuckle Tabloid.